Welcome to the Heartbreak to Happiness Show with Sara Davison. If you're struggling with a breakup and you feel shocked, angry, betrayed, devastated, or sad and alone, then this podcast is for you. Best-selling author and award-winning host, Sara Davison, shares how you too can get on with your life to heal, grow, and move from heartbreak to happiness. Here's your host, Sara Davison. Welcome back to the show where you'll learn to transform your heartbreak into happiness. I'm Sara Davison and I'm here as your trusted guide to help you every step along the way. On today's episode, we're diving in to how to cope with Mother's Day after a divorce as a single mum. Now, it's not something you hear every day, but being a single mum rocks. With Mother's Day fast approaching here in the UK on Sunday, the 14th of March, it is a day to be celebrated and a time to pat yourself on the back, even if nobody else is there to do it for you. Now, I know that for some of you, Mother's Day can highlight the fact that you're all on your own with your child. And I know this can be tough and isn't easy at times, for sure. However, I think that on Mother's Day, it's a chance to flip this around and make it a day to remember all the great parts about being a single mum. Now, for those of you that listen to my episode, you'll know that changing your focus onto something which is more empowering is going to open up more happiness for you in the long run, more options, more opportunities. Yes, of course, there are tough times and challenges as a single parent that couples don't have to face. But for me, being a single parent is a real gift that I cherish. You know, we may have to work harder to pay the bills. And of course, there are those restless nights maybe looking after a poorly child or an anxious child about going back to school with the pandemic or whatever's going on right now. But in the end, the bond that we share from those many magical moments of laughter and watching them develop with our kids, it just makes it all worthwhile. I've been a single mum since my son was one year old when my husband left. And of course, it wasn't the fairy tale ending that I dreamed of. And raising a child on my own filled me with fear. I just couldn't see how I was going to do it. And I kept asking myself, how am I going to cope on my own? What if I don't know what to do? What happens if I screw up? Now, having worked for many years now with thousands of single parents around the world, I've discovered that these are all very normal questions. In fact, I'm sure some of you listening right now can relate to those questions yourselves and the fear of becoming a single parent. Whether you're becoming a single mom or a single dad, the issues are the same. You know, we all doubt our own ability to cope and can put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be superhuman at times. Now, the uncertainty about how you'll cope and the pressure to do a perfect job a fabulous job, the best job is immense. And at the same time, your whole world is being rocked to the core by the divorce or the breakup. So you really need to dig deep and find that strength within you to be the very best parent you can. But balance that with being realistic. Where You're only human. Doing your best is good enough. So as long as you're doing the right thing by your kids and you're putting them first so that you're looking after them, then you can't go wrong. 
So looking back, I guess, 11 years on, I wouldn't change a thing. The realisation that dawned on me pretty quickly is that being a single mum actually pulled me through my divorce. Without my baby to focus on and to keep moving forward for, I'm not sure I would have had the same motivation to move forward for myself with my life. And it might have taken me longer to heal and create a new life for myself. So my son actually gave me a reason to pull myself out of that despair, that heartbreak, that devastation, confusion, and drive me to create a safe haven, I guess, and a loving home for my child when he was with me. So Mother's Day, I guess, highlights the fact that you're on your own. And especially if your children are too young to make you a card or thank you for everything that you do. I know a lot of my clients struggle with this. One of my clients, Janice, yesterday was saying to me that she found it really tough that no one was going to say Happy Mother's Day to her. And no one was going to pat her on the back and say, well done you. You're doing an awesome job. You're always there for your kids, no matter what, putting them first. And I know it's exhausting at times, but you're awesome. So obviously, I understand that can be difficult because you're not getting that external recognition. And if your kids are too young to say it too, it might even mean that you don't get a gift too. And watching all the happy families celebrating, buying presents, having lunches when we can. Obviously, in the UK right now, we're in lockdown, so it might be a little bit easier this year. But just knowing that it is Mother's Day and other people are celebrating it as a family and getting that recognition can make it a little bit more difficult. And also, I guess society doesn't really cater for single parents on these kind of days. And so as a single parent, the day can pass unrecognised with no cards and no present to make you feel loved and appreciated for all your hard work and sleepless nights and constant worrying. Challenges can also arise if Mother's Day falls on a Sunday when it's not mum's weekend. Who the child spends the day with will then depend on the state of the relationship the parents have. If the relationship is amicable enough, then if it's not mum's weekend, maybe there's a possibility to swap the day, which would be great so that mum gets to spend Mother's Day with her child or children. Just as if it's Father's Day, you swap those days too so that dads get to spend the day with their kids too. But where tensions run high and there is no goodwill, or maybe it's just not possible, then the child may well spend the day with the parent whose allocated weekend it is. So my top tip for this situation is always going to be organise Mother's Day or Father's Day on a different day. Remember that you can create your own rules in your life and set the game up to win. So choose a Sunday or any day that you do have your children and let them know that you're going to celebrate Mother's Day that day instead. You can plan something special to do so you don't miss out on those magic moments. It really is only a date. And this is a technique that I would use for Christmas and birthdays and any special occasions. Please don't get too attached to a date. I know other people can do that and do do that if they're in a relationship that's functioning. But when you go through a divorce, it's really helpful if you can disassociate from the actual dates that we associate to birthdays and Christmas and things like that, and have the flexibility, which will then open up the opportunity for you to celebrate and get those magic moments and benefit from them on different days of the year. If you can do that, 
you still get the benefit. You can still act as if it's Christmas Day or act as if it's Mother's Day, even if it's not, and do the same things you would always do. You just get a chance to have those magic moments with your kids. So I do think it is a really valuable tool and one really worth practicing. But it is worth pointing out that many mums will struggle to cope if they don't have their children on Mother's Day, especially in the early days after the breakup, as you're getting used to these kinds of situations. I know that's a normal reaction, so please don't beat yourself up about it. And the main reason it can be emotionally difficult is because that you feel you're not getting the recognition you deserve. And it's a time that other mums are feeling loved and cherished by their kids and if you don't have them with you, it can be isolating. But know that you can take your control back and do something different by celebrating on a different day. It's also funny how the little things like not getting a present or not getting a card can make you feel low. Now, obviously, if you do have a young child, then they won't be able to think of things like this. And they probably won't even know it's important to you. So you're going to have to face up to the fact that you won't be getting anything unless you can turn it around and take your control back. Maybe you have a friend or a relative who would be kind enough to think of these things for you. Or maybe you could say that to them and say, I'm worried about this. Maybe you could send me something or speak to my child to organize something with them. Now I did this and I've always done this actually, because for me, it makes me feel good if I get a little gift just to celebrate the day. It doesn't have to be anything big, could be something small or just a card. So I've always, given my son the opportunity to design me a card. I'll get some paper or some special colored card, get the pens out and I'll explain, you know, it's Mother's Day coming up. Do you want to draw me a picture or do you want to make a card? And he loves that kind of thing. So he'll sit down and do it. And then I'll say, right, keep this. And then on Mother's Day, then you can bring it into me. And as he's got older, when we go to the shop, sometimes I'll say, here's 10 pounds you know, go and find something that mommy might like and he'll go and buy me something and then bring it home. He loves wrapping it up himself because that makes him feel like he's done it himself. And then he'll jump on my bed in the morning of the special day and present me with my gift. Kind of sometimes even seems like he's forgotten that I actually know what it was because I was in the shop when we bought it. But just the joy of him being able to give me a gift makes him feel happy that he's able to do something for me now as well. So it's a win-win for everyone. So it's a top tip. If you are worried about that, then take your control back. There's no point just sitting around feeling worried about these things. Ask yourself the question, what can I do to make this better right now? It might be providing the card and the pens to make a little Mother's Day card for you. Or it might be a little shopping trip if you've got any shops open near you, which I don't being in the UK in lockdown right now. But it might be a little trip to the shop or ordering something online and giving it to your kids to wrap up so they've got something to give to you in the morning of Mother's Day. Whatever it is for you, it's really important that you don't sit with your upset and your pain. You find a way to dial down those negative emotions. Maybe it will never be exactly as you would like it in an ideal world, but hey, what is in life, you know? And if you can still get the magic moments and do things to take your control back, what you're actually doing is giving your kids a gift too. You're showing them how to think for themselves and how to solutionize and how not to sit in upset or pain. You're showing them that actually it's Mother's Day, so how can we do this so it's fun? 
and that mummy still gets something and you're still able to do a card or make a little gesture or maybe cook me lunch or a cheese toasty or make me a cup of tea. The little things, it doesn't have to be anything that costs money. It can just be a thoughtful gesture or making a fuss over mummy. And, you know, maybe doing a training day of how to make a breakfast. One of my clients did that with her kids the other day. She said, I would really appreciate breakfast in bed on Mother's Day. Now, Cynthia is adorable. She's lots of fun, very bubbly. She's very upset about her breakup, but she's a glass half full kind of person. And I've been working with her for a couple of months now. And Mother's Day was one of the things she was worried about because she said, I always used to get breakfast in bed on Mother's Day. And actually, I would really still like to carry on that tradition. But my kids are nine and seven. And to be honest, they wouldn't know what to do. So she decided to take the control back and teach them how to make a breakfast safely and bring it up to her in bed just the way she likes it. So the kids had lots of fun doing the toast and the toaster and making her a cup of tea. And she taught them. And now they know they know how to cut an orange and how to juice it in her little juicer. So she's now excited because she's going to get breakfast in bed, which she's very happy about and will be a really lovely start to the day for her. But also the kids are really excited because they know they're able to step up and make their mummy happy, which is an adorable little gift for them to be able to do for their mum. So whatever it is for you, please start thinking about how you take your control back and applying this to everything in your life, okay? Anything that isn't going well or you're worried about, or you're feeling sorry for yourself a little bit, if you're honest, that, you know, things haven't worked out the way you want and it's a bit tough. Well, that's okay, because it probably is quite tough, but you have a choice. You have a choice how you see it. You have a choice on what you focus on and you definitely have a choice on whether you step up and take action to make it run differently. So I want to wish you all a very happy Mother's Day, whether it's now in the UK or later on in your country, wherever you are in the world right now. Remember that if you co-parent and your child does spend time away from you with your ex, then the time you do have with your kids is so precious. And the bond you share as a mother and child is unique and one that just cannot be replicated. So to all you single mums out there on Mother's Day, please remember you are not alone. There are many of us to shout out loud and proud, happy Mother's Day to you and a big pat on the back from me for having come so far. Enjoy your day. Thanks for listening to today's episode and allowing me to help guide you from your heartbreak to your greatest happiness. I look forward to you joining me on our next episode. That's it for today's episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. One lucky listener every single week that posts a review in iTunes will win the chance in the grand prize drawing to win a private VIP day, including exclusive one-on-one coaching with Sarah Davison herself. Be sure to head on over to heartbreaktohappinesspodcast.com and pick up a free copy of Sarah's gift. Then join us on the next episode.